both got something in common. Got a love for money, that be the topic. Love the way she move and work her body. Every time we chill, we end up catching a body. That's some real attraction, take it right to the lobby. But look another room for two, proceed with caution. We be turning up too much, like that's an option. We be turning up too much, the only option. I be in the crib, school and work, she be in the skirt. Waking up off the ear, city clerk. Staying late, working overtime just to pay the bills and buy what she likes. She red bottom up, Louis V down. Got a pride of stylist on speed dial. New week, class bins, soon and put it. Bad with the buzz, but she bust my music. I think I think when you're following a bunch of people and that's your only method of marketing, then right, yeah, right. it's kind of it's yeah. kind of fucked. Absolutely. Yo, we got the first question from they call check, me check. they call me mysterious. She says, "How old are you?" That's a good question. Jeff Bailey is 22 years old. No, you gotta you gotta answer over there. What? I'm right <laughs> over here. What do you mean? Yeah, but she can't hear you. It's loud. You have another question. 22 years old. 22 okay. years old. Okay, so you're right. My bro- I asked my brother. I was like, how, how old is he? Yes, sir. 1994. He's drinking Blue Moon. So the favorite alcoholic beverage is, I'm a beer guy. I love Coronas. <laughs> Coronas. Yeah, that's the first thing he asked me when we walked in. He was like, oh, Coronas? Coronas. Coronas. <laughs> and then if we're going to get to like liquor, I prefer dark liquor and it has to be Honey Jack. Honey Jack. All right. I'm a whiskey yeah. guy myself. I like I like bourbon, just plain bourbon. Okay. Okay. I mix the Honey Jack with the ginger ale. It's so smooth. Ooh, okay. It's so smooth, bro. All right. All right. Carpio, make sure you're voicing your... your uh... Odd Gill says... Uh, yo, yo. Thanks. <laughs> She's dumb. She can't spell thanks. Yo, don't, thanks. Be, calling her, don't be calling her dumb, bro. She says sure. she loves whiskey. That's what's there up, you go. That's what's up. There Let's you turn go. up sometime. Real oh, talk. Yeah. Come to the show. Turn up. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what she says. She loves whiskey. It's lit. Super lit. Like whiskey's like whiskey's like a dude's drink though. Oh yeah, dude. Like, I got called sexist like, yesterday yeah. for, for saying that. <laughs> oh, really? This girl at my work, I said I said something about like whiskey and she was uh, like how we had this drink. I'm a bartender and oh, we had this sweet, drink sweet, called sweet. the whiskey thistle. And I'm be making it. Yeah, it's fucking exactly. You already know. You already know. <laughs> right, right. And it's like basically so it's like we make a whiskey drink, right? And we have this this syrup called white peach mona. It's like this peach syrup. It's like real fucking sweet. Uh-huh. Pump like four pumps of that shit in there. Shake it up. And it's like a real sweet whiskey drink. And honestly, I would drink it if nobody knew I was drinking it type <laughs> shit. <laughs> like that type right, of shit. Right. It's like pina coladas. I exactly, love pina coladas. Exactly. But if I could put that shit in like a paper bag so everybody's like, oh, he must be drinking straight whiskey hey. or something. Like, yeah, yeah sure. Whatever. <laughs> whatever, right? And then, but, and I was like, I was like talking to one of my coworkers. I was like, yeah, this drink is basically so like, it's a whiskey drink so that chicks can drink whiskey. And this girl was like, that's so sexist. And I was like, <laughs> not really. I mean, no. that's what it's made for. It's got well, like a right, bunch right. of raspberries and shit. And when's the last time you saw me order a whiskey thistle? <laughs> I can't even, I literally couldn't even order that if I wanted whiskey to. Whiskey thistle, new drink. I, if I was choice. ordering that shit, I'd just point at it. I'd be like, yo, just give me one of these. <laughs> okay. They call me mysterious. She says, what's your favorite footwear? Like shoe brand. Ooh. That's Ooh, a tough question. Shoe brand. Like I used to be so big into like the sneaker game, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I used to rock all these J's, like these OG classics. Um, I don't like the retros anymore, but probably I don't know. It's so diverse now since I'm getting older, man. Like I don't have one specific style that I like more so than the others. Everything is just kind of like cool to me now. Just have to be fly. What are you wearing right now? Talk. 
Right now, I got some busted Tims that I walked in the mud in. Ooh, busted all, all, Tims. All, they're not well, busted. Well, they are boots. Yeah, they're, they're the all black, yeah, but you know, car- carbon. Hold on. Whole time, these are the all black carbon fiber Tims. You don't find too often. That's not carbon often. fiber. That's, that's, You're a hater, bro. It sounds like you're talking about like a Need for Speed car or yeah, something. Like carbon fiber with an aerodynamic fiber. Well, well, I, hey, chill out, bro. I don't know what type of material this is, but it's I think like it's just black. I think it's just black. This is not This is not the new buck suede, bro. I'm hip to my materials, bro. It's not suede at all. I just said it wasn't. Get out of my face, bro. That's definitely just. <laughs> you be, that's a I swear, I don't know why I'm rocking. All right, next question. Damn. What's your favorite song you made out of all of your songs? Amira Banks. Dang, Shawty, what's up with me? Amira Banks, all right. Um. Amira Banks. <laughs> Ask me the questions. <laughs> nah, that's a tough question, though. Um. Let me get back to Amira Banks on that question. Nah, later, later you gotta down. answer right now. That's not fair. I don't. I don't necessarily have like a favorite song. You know, like every song I draw inspiration from. So, um, let me think. Let me think. I got this one song. It's called "One Day," and it's like I released it a long time ago, and it's pretty much like the explaining like one day I said to myself, "Everything will be fine. Just take your time," because that's that's pretty much what you have to do in this life. Take time to perfect your craft and whatever it is that you want to be successful in. So, one day it might be released soon. Got to re-record it. So, be on the lookout for that. There you go, Amir. Amir Banks. Ah, uh, Gil says, "Hey, Jet, I was at Blackbird EC and it was lit as fuck. You did amazing. Then this, how great? It's not a question. How, how graceful are you? Said <laughs> I was there too. But then it follows up. This is where it gets crazy. Misty Black, 1984, says, "When is the next song coming out?" When's the next song coming out? Oh, well, first of all, Augil, shout out to you. I appreciate that, you know, for turning out with me. We had a great time at the Black Bear Show. Um, shout out to Juice Bruins, too, for killing that. My oh, bummer. hell yeah, dude. Real talk. Um, but yeah, uh, Misty, what's good? Misty is dope. I actually met Misty for the first time in Virginia Beach. We went to go open up for Felly, and she came out to see me, like, strictly me. Like, she wanted me to headline the joint, so that was lit. Um, so shout out to Misty. Showing love. I drop a song bi-weekly, so we dropped one this past week. Um, just hit 1,300 in two days, which is pretty fresh. So, yeah, stay on the lookout for that. We drop songs bi-weekly now. Damn, you drop songs bi-weekly? Bi-weekly. It, it used to be every week, but then I didn't want to rush the process. Golly, dude, that's insane. Yeah, man. And when you say we, who are you referring to? For real, for real, it's just like me. Right. We, <laughs> but you know, you know, I had to go to my engineer, and, and Chris is nasty with it, so it's just like choreographing the time specifically. We could set aside to to knock it out. That is that is wild, dude. Yeah. That is wild. By the way, Eric said he's on his way. He he was in a roast battle. He said he just got paid. <laughs> said, I, I want to watch one of those one day. I think that'd yeah, be really dude. Cool. I was telling, him, I was like, I was like, dude, we got this interview at ten, and you told me you were gonna be late. So I was like, all right, dope, 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 because right. Eric was texting me he was gonna be late at the same time. And wait, wait, wait. I was like, dude, just it's like a tournament. So like, you go up against one guy, and the next guy, I was like, dude, okay. just get, just lose, just lose. So, like, so let yourself get oh, fried. So he was participating no. in it. Yeah, so he, he was, was in it. people. <laughs> I think he he said he just got paid, so I think he just won. He oh, just fried everybody. So roasting <laughs> hasn't like roasting has like you freestyle, or like you go on people. Oh, uh, he just they're, just they're comics. They just joke. Oh, that's tight. I, fuck, yeah, we I gotta go to one of those. That. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, go to one I'm surprised he won, dude. Eric's more of like he's more of like the. You know what, yo. I'm about to roast battle Eric live. You gonna roast battle <laughs> the champ? Yeah, I'm about to roast battle him. Columbia Kulo Tiger. Columbia Kulo Tiger versus Eric. That's a <laughs> bum ass name. 
Yeah, we got to get that on. Damn. Got that on uh, Eric Glazer, if you Hope could he hear this hear now. <laughs> I haven't even met Eric. It's going to be like, oh, what's up? Dude. I got to text his ass. Be like, yo, start writing on your way up here, uh, dog. No. Right, he right. Right. I'm going to give you a physical description. No. Of course he writes, dude. He writes his roast? No, he fucking writes his bits, though. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Carbio's just a hater. That's, that's all. <laughs> I, you got to write. That's makes me good as a roaster, That's like saying though. a jet. Like, you write your lyrics? What the right. fuck? <laughs> no. I'm nah, bro. Straight off the top, bro. Straight off the, the top, top. All the time. All the time. <laughs> off the top. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Shout him. Poetic Production says, where is your favorite place to perform? Ooh. This could leave some people hanging I out to dry. Be careful. My favorite place to perform is at the Auto Bar on Tuesday in Baltimore. Ooh. And y'all need to be there. Real talk. We're trying to sell this place out, man. Real talk. I'm through. Have you played at the Auto Bar before? I haven't. Oh, but she I already knows. But it's going to be my favorite place because we're going to turn that bitch up. Have you ever played anywhere in Baltimore before? You said you did the Crown once? I've been in the Crown, like supporting my oh, homies you've been and at stuff the Crown. like that. Okay. Yeah, but okay. The, I performed at two spots. I performed at Baltimore Soundstage. We opened up for Made in Tokyo. Okay. That was lit. Well, it wasn't too lit. We, we were lit, but the <laughs> it was lit the, enough. Yeah, it was lit enough. Let's go with that. And then, as long uh, as you were lit, yeah, as long that's as the we main were lit, thing. If the audience saying? wasn't lit, that's their fucking fault. Right. As far as I, can. real talk, <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel, bro. Like, we knew, like, we was doing what we had to do. But anyways, I performed at this spot called the Sidebar Tavern. If you're familiar ah, with the it. Sidebar, yeah, man, oh, that's like a, that's like a, uh, ba- like a basement bar. Yeah, man, we had a uh, we have a guy on here. His name's Dark Mark. He's a stand up comic. He runs an open mic there. <laughs> oh, dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dope. He's dope. He runs an open mic there every Monday. It's actually pretty sweet. Like sweet. a com- comic open mic, though. Okay. He's been on the podcast a couple right, times. Check him out, man. Sidebar is cool. That's one of the it's one of the real places you can go. Oh, dope. this is a 60-minute IPA. This is the yeah, it was tight because there was like, it's like a, in a basement, right? So mm-hmm. we had a substantial amount of people. I brought like 50 people out, just myself. Um, and, and it felt like a packed environment. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. it was dope. Oh yeah, my I had a bad experience there when I was fucking what happened? A young boy. <laughs> so when I first started, when I first started playing music, I was kind of like, you know, I didn't really know what I was trying to do. Like, haven't really found yourself, right? Still haven't found myself, but like, especially back then, you know, all I knew is I couldn't go to fucking college because fuck that shit, and I wanted to do music. And at the time, we're talking like when I was eighteen, probably this is like twenty ten. I'm two years older than you, mm-hmm. so this has been like twenty ten, and that was the time when like. Like B.O.B. was hip and uh, hey. B.O.B. Yeah, B.O.B. was popping, bro. Hmm? We're the same age. There's no way B.O.B. was was popping. In 2010, B.O.B. was popping. No, oh, I got nothing on you, Nothing on you, babe. Hey, hey, hey. Get him in the live stool, bro. <laughs> that was tough. That was tough. Where the drum at? Where the <laughs> That was Bruno Mars. That was no, back. Bruno Mars is popping. Hell yeah. Bruno yeah, Mars, Bruno Bruno Mars is still popping. Yeah. Bruno Mars is still popping. And so, like, I would go in there. And I, I mean, I had, I had a dude, I was playing acoustic guitar and I went into the sidebar right. and they had this show booked and I used to work at Seasons Pizza, just like this fucking that pizza place. pretty good though. It, Seasons no, pizza. Seasons Pizza is dope. If they're open, <laughs> the plug. you should go there because it's dope Shit. as fuck right in Towson. But anyway, so I used to work there and this guy comes in, he used to book shows and he was, I told him I did music. I didn't tell him what kind of music. I didn't tell him anything. I just said, I play music. And he was like, all right, cool. I'm going to book you for this show. Sell five tickets. I was like, all right, I can do that shit. Right. But I actually didn't do that shit. I just like bought <laughs> yeah. the five tickets so I could play. <laughs> I mean, that's classic. Been though. there, been there. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I was like, I, I could, it's like, what is it? Five dollars, 25 bucks. I play. Fucking walk down there with a fucking striped sweater, 
some fucking khakis, and I brought this dude who played the bass with me. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty dope. Until I went there, and I'm standing outside, and it's like sidebar is kind of like a, like a grunge bar. I'm sure you right. probably well, it's, a, it's, it's like a dive-in bar. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When you when you say dive, that's what it is. It's yeah. a dive-in bar. So like I'm standing out there, and I'm in this lineup with dudes named like Mega. Crack death and shit like that. <laughs> Standing outside, and I'm like, "What genre of music that you play?" He's like, "Heavy metal." They were like, "Like techno prog machine core." I was like, Dude, "Ah, progressive." You can't yeah. just combine four words and <laughs> no, tell me that's no. a genre. Like techno industrial metal and shit like that. Machine core. Yeah. <laughs> and I, he was like, "What do you play?" I was like, "I was about to do a cover of Teenage Dream by Katy Perry." Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know, dude. I just like. <laughs> That was like, you gotta understand, man. You gotta put yourself in the time. You gotta put yourself in the time. You gotta take yourself back in the time machine to 2010 when YouTube was just popping off, when everybody was doing all. Like, remember when covers on YouTube were like real fucking yeah, cool? Yeah, yeah. Remember I that shit? There's just Shout out to Jeremy Passion. Remember that shit? No, no, no. Maddie B. You remember Maddie B. Raps? Yeah. The little kid? <laughs> I fucking love that kid, man. Oh, come on, man. Shout out to Maddie B. Raps. That fucking killed, I'm killed saying, everything. I'm saying, like, this is around the time when, like, you could you could go on there and like just a dream by Nelly and like have this video with like the split screen where like you're doing like the beats with your mouth on one side. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, yeah. So oh, like, like the three. Yeah. So I had this really cool cover of Teenage Dream. Like it wasn't whack. I promise you, it was not whack. It sounds whack. I can see <laughs> that you're not believing me. It sounds pretty pretty fruity. I can that see that you're not sounds. believing me. Well, that's what they thought too. So I mean, okay. if you were at the sidebar, you'd be like, "Wow, it's just whack." Teenage <laughs> <laughs> dream, really? Anyway, yeah, well, bro, stop coming to phone call. Here's the thing. Here's Let the thing. Explain himself. Here's man. the thing. When I I used to play at Towson University, and I would do these like Greek life events. I played that shit at a sorority event. I won. I won like a free big screen TV and all kinds of shit. Like I won. Like that. People dug that shit. Not the sidebar. You just got to You just got to learn how to play to different crowds. So that was like you know, if I was at, a, for instance, if I was like at a. If I was like a black fraternity place, I used to do this sick ass cover of Drake where I would like medley all his different songs <laughs> together. Fucking won that shit. I was like, hell wait, yeah. Wait, wait, you know? can you do a cover right now? Could you do those covers right now? Who I might be able to. I That'll got my be sick right there. That'll hey, be sick. Put him on the spot. <laughs> That'll be and then we'll do a freestyle session, uh, acoustic <laughs> freestyle session. We're going to knock it out right now. What's going on? <laughs> Dog, I'm not. This is not hey, live. We'll, wait, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it at the end. <laughs> 30 minutes into this, we're going to be pretty lit, and then we'll do it. Yeah, man. I'm going to need at least four more beers before I start singing Marva's Room. To you know, <laughs> All right? Hold on. Hold on. Hold your fucking horses. Yeah. Big Big Aqua says, Chet, have you ever tried to do a collab with Logic? Ah, man. You know what? Logic is so popping right now, like, that wouldn't even be possible. You don't think well, it'd be possible? Well, let me, let, right. let, me, let me rephrase myself, you know what I'm saying? Because what you say, you can speak into existence. So, uh, you know, when I first started out, I was a big Logic head, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I love watching people come up, bro. But when they, once they start, like, really, really popping, it's like, all right, you know, let me, let me find someone else who I really, you know, want to see grow. So I went to the Logic show when he first sold out the Fillmore. It was tight. I brought him my Chase 2013 mixtape, and I met him. I brought the VIP, like, meet and greet tickets and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, he was, like, down. And, like, the first second he saw me, he was like, yo, you are like my, you look like my brother. And I was like, yo, I know. We look alike. It's kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just dab each other up and shit like that. But he's a cool-ass dude, bro. I would I would so do, like, a feature with him. You know what I'm saying? Hell, yeah. So that would, that would be cool, you know. You shot him out in one of your songs, one of the more recent songs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, the last drop I did, actually. So that was good. What it, was that? Was something dope. special? Something special, yeah. Something special. He, he got this one like tough bar that just resided with me like ever since I um, saw him open up for Mac Miller in Springfield, Virginia. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mac. 
What was the bar? Oh yeah, I, I went to that joint. It, it was so lit, bro. He said, "How can sky be the limit when there's footprints on the moon?" Like that Ooh. just that just made you What's think, that bro. Song, uh, you know what? I'm, the come I'm, up, the come up, the come up. It might be, bro. Like I just remember that bar, yo. I was like, yeah, "Whoa, yeah. I gotta follow this guy." And then right then, he just started like mm-hmm. his altitude increasing. Yeah, incredibly. And that's so. a that's a dude, and that's a for people who don't know. And I, I I don't imagine like that's a dude straight up like literally from where you're from, pretty much Gaithersburg. Gaithersburg yeah, like like that's serious. He's doing some big things, and that's not yeah, cool ass dude, man. Humble dude, you know. All respect due to Logic, man. Spin nothing but the Logic. Real talk. Hell yeah. Hashtag DMV. <laughs> Hashtag DMV. Hashtag. This is lit though. Hashtag DMV. I feel that's yeah, that's that's the thing when you when you sit with when you sit with dudes because we've had other people from like DMV and shit. Mm. Like we were talking about earlier, you sit with dudes from like the DMV, you sit with dudes from Baltimore. It's just like it's just weird how not how literally not connected we are. It's all it's fucking crazy. It's like do you realize we're in the same fucking state? Yeah. Do you well, realize like <laughs> we were talking like, about this earlier how like people don't cons- like Baltimore is like another another like you know. Mm-hmm. Can like part of Maryland, but we make it that way. Like it's yeah, literally yeah, like it's a people, and it could be. I'm only saying this because I'm on the Baltimore side right. of it. A lot of people from Baltimore aren't even interested in fucking with people from the DMV. Like they don't even want to. Wait, it's so crazy because I don't Bal- know if it's the same way down there. No, because Baltimore is just as close as Virginia is for us. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's but true. But it's just a different culture. All it really together, is. You know it really I mean? is. Different lingo, different yeah. talk, different yeah. shit. Now, it would is, you say that Baltimore is more of a northern culture than, you know, southern? That is accurate. Baltimore is definitely, people from Baltimore definitely do not view themselves as like, and, and I learned this because like growing up around Towson, Towson University, that's real popular with like people from New Jersey, New York and shit and come through Towson and shit that. like that. Yeah. And so like they'll come down and they consider us southerners. They're like, oh yeah, Baltimore, no, Maryland, you guys northern, are southerners. Right? That, that's what I thought. I thought I consider Maryland like Maryland's kind of we're not. Well, your southern. side of the well, the Mason Dixon line. line yeah. The Mason Dixon line suggests that we're no- northern. We are a southern state. Really? Yeah. Oh, isn't it down in Virginia? Southern state. No. Mason Dixon line is the Maryland Pennsylvania line. Bullshit. Yeah. But that's, the, that's some real shit. That's to the east of us, so that's kind of not fair. Well, however, and I'll extend an olive branch to you. Maryland fought for the North in the Civil War. Which, depending on how you want to define it, makes us a northern state. So, so in the Civil War, that's damn. We're getting fucking. However, this is a nice lesson history right lesson for everybody yeah. who wants to know. Maryland, Baltimore in particular, broke out into riots during the Civil War because they wanted to fight for the South, and Abe Lincoln had to bring the United States military into Baltimore and place Maryland under martial law because Maryland was so fu- Maryland was so torn between the north and the south that literally the state government couldn't contain it anymore. So right. Abraham Lincoln literally had to fucking bring the United States military in there and take over Maryland Fuck. to keep them with the north cuz he knew that if they lost Maryland it was all over cuz he was like, yo. Well, they got some killer bars it. down yeah. there, dog. Well, the 13 colonies, Maryland's pretty big, you know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, 1 13th of that. Yeah. Well, then you have then you have Virginia. Virginia's huge. Virginia's too huge, dog. Yeah. But I think the South Bank ends for me. It's Norfolk, Richmond area. That would be the South. Virginia, Virginia is truly. When I drove, I drove down to New Orleans uh, last. Yeah, it's fucking eighteen and a half hour drive too. Oh wow! Wouldn't recommend it. Take a fucking plane. Well, <laughs> I'm doing a cross country trip. Take a fucking soon. plane. That's gonna be tight. Anyway, so I was driving down there. I drove through West Virginia, not West Virginia, like Western 
Virginia, like the state of Virginia on the west side, right next to Tennessee. That was the, probably, I went to this town called, I don't even remember what the town was called, but I was at a Hardee's. And when you're at a Hardee's, you know you're in some fucking redneck yeah, ass yeah, area. Yeah, it's Ocean City. Ocean City. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. you yeah. see a Hardee's, you're like, mm, okay, okay, I get it. Son, I walked I in couldn't Hardee's, even fuck, <laughs> I couldn't even fucking understand shit they were saying, dude. It was insane. I was like, I, that was the deepest South I was ever in. That was in Virginia. I drove through Alabama, went to Taco Bell in Tuscaloosa. She was like, can I get you a taco? I was like, yeah. Dude, it's Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you in denial? That Yo, you time about, I got to tell my Taco Bell story one time. <laughs> but, uh, I got to tell my Taco Bell story. Yo, so I'm with my homie, right? <laughs> I'm actually working. So I go on break and then I go to Taco Bell and there's this gay guy who's like working, you know, the cash register and shit. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> so I ordered my classic T7, which is the chicken and cheese quesadillas. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I get the hardest soft taco on the side, right? So... I'm like, yeah, let me get the T7, please. And then the guy's like, for the taco. <laughs> Would you like it hard or soft? And he said it in such a gay way, bro. I was like, yo. I was I couldn't, decide, I couldn't decide if it was a gay black man or like a regular it, Asian it, man. No, it was a gay Spanish dude. I can't even do a Spanish accent real well, but shit was crazy, bro. He's like, would you like it hard or soft? <laughs> I said, what the hell, bro? Nah, that got me twisted, yo. You're Never like, you going back. You know what? I'm going <laughs> Burger King, dog. Forget it. Cancel that order, dog. I don't even want that T7. Like dog. shit, bro. No more T7s, bro. <laughs> <laughs> drive throughs only. I'm thinking Arby's, bro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's real talk, though, bro. Never again. Never again. Shit. Man. <laughs> some of my fucking stories are too fucking... I can't even fucking tell some of this shit. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. In one of your songs, I forgot which one it was. I should write down the title, but I remember the line. He said something about manage, you manage your management, talking about, I mean, you, do you know what song I'm talking about? Do you know uh, what song I'm talking about? Manage my management. Did you used to have, couldn't did you keep used up, to, I was ready to go, yeah. Yes. Did you used to have a manager and now you don't? Yeah, bro. I had, I had a few managers, man. Um, really? When, yeah. when, how old were you when you got your first? First manager was 2013. 19, right? Nine, 19 years old 18 going on 19 so you started doing hip hop shit fresh out of high school pretty much yeah pretty much by the way where'd you go to high school St. Vincent Pilate in Laurel okay I was actually a basketball player that was my like main focus really and I had this whole got that plan. Steph Curry vibe going hey man <laughs> so I had this whole plan to be like successful basketball player and I was actually like really good had the whole intent to go play college ball and stuff like that ended up transferring to Paint Branch in Burtonsville, Maryland MoCo hey what year did you graduate 2012. Did you know Marcello Di Francesco? Uh, that name sounds familiar. Name. That name yeah. sounds really familiar. You won't remember Italian him. That's a fucking name. Italian as fuck. But yeah, man. Um, basketball was a dream at first. What was the question, by the way? I'm it was how. Out. It was uh how. Well, it was really. You went. You went answered. It was who. Influenced oh, oh, the, the management aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. So your first manager, you were 19, which I'm assuming at that point you had kind of dr I given up on the basketball thing. Not given up, but like you'd moved on from it. I've moved on from the basketball thing because the whole intent was to go to college and play ball. Um, when I transferred my sophomore year to Paint Branch, um, that's when I was just balling out, you know, and I was playing JV. I got I got an offer to play varsity. Why did you transfer? It was tuition was expensive, bro. Oh yeah, like, yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. yo, private school tuition, like that's crazy. So, um, we went to Paint Branch for one year, public school. You know what I mean? I was balling out, 15, 20 points a game, getting lit. Mm. Um, 
my coach from Pilates, he wanted to bring me back. So he offered to pay. Oh, what's what's good, up, bro? dude? Hello, hello. Is this the, is this Eric? Yeah, that's Eric. Oh, what's good, Eric? Go Jet. on, dude. Right, nice to meet you, Jose. Jet, nice to meet you, bro. Oh, shit. Sorry, my bad. It's all good. Very good, bro. Hi, right, how are you? Elizabeth, nice to meet you. Let me get you that fucking... Yeah, I'm the sorry, roast king how's himself. A, how's the cast going, guys? It's going, yeah, dude. <laughs> welcome. It's going well. It's going well. <laughs> Live from the studio. <laughs> right, right. Hey, there. Championship. I'm Jimmy Selesky. Oh, man. We got the roast champion over here. I was, yeah, I was talking to you. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, shit. One of your eyes is mad. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Yeah, <laughs> His oh, eyes damn. mad fogged up. It got on real. It got real. He was roasting, dude. It was fucking <laughs> steamy in that bitch, dog. Yep, yep, Super was, steamy, bro. Fucking yep, roast I'm good. champion. I'm sorry to fucking just... I just... I gotta That's know cool. who the fuck. Where was this roast thing at, dude? Is that a uh, Chapella Bar Grill in fucking Columbia or some Ooh. shit? Bar. Wait, Chapala's? You mean? Yeah, yeah. The Mexican restaurant, dude. Yeah. Shout yeah, out yeah. to Elizabeth. She works at Chapala's. Great burritos, great prices, yeah. <laughs> great roast battles. Dude, they this got yeah, dude. It was cold as shit in there. I got my money though, so we good. Damn, dude. <laughs> How many free chips though? and salsa? It was dope. Hey, wow. that is um, amazing. Yeah. You know, it blew through the first round, easy peasy. <laughs> Second round what was a those gimme shoes? essentially. <laughs> and uh, yeah, final round it was it was toast by then. You know, I had the audience on my side. It was good. Oh, that's good. That's good <laughs> news, man. That's good. Very cool. That's good, dude. Here we are, man. dude. Man, that's I'm right glad. On, uh, we're just we just roped in a killer Q and A session, dude. It was yeah. actually wild. It was actually wild. We answered a lot of questions. Great, a lot of the people were asking questions I had already wanted to ask, so I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll just cross this shit off my <laughs> notes. <notepad soon." laughs> fuck my notes, right? I can't see right now. I think we're still at what's your name, Banks. Uh, Hell yeah. Just oh, want to get a brief introduction. Oh yeah, dude, we're we're we are super live right now. Yeah. I just want to give a brief intro. We're here with Jet Bailey. Mm -hmm. Jet Bailey 301 on Twitter and Instagram. You're Jet Bailey 301 on everything, Jet right? Jet Bailey 301 on everything. With two Ts. Learn that the hard way. <laughs> Learn that the hard way. Jet like to play two Ts in the night. Mm. Woo. Woo. Fair enough. That's a good one. And, and you... That's just car I'm just Carpio. I call you Carpio. Yeah, what? I don't got that. Colombia okay. Culo Tiger. You don't have like a fucking like lime. Yeah. Micro meats. <laughs> Small meats, micro meats. Okay, sweet dude, daddy. Just <laughs> call that. <laughs> and before the roast champion of Maryland walked in, we were just in the middle of fucking talking about you were telling me about the basketball how you moved, yeah, the basketball thing in high school. How you moved, uh, really? I think we left off, and we were, you were still in high school at that point. Yeah, so like I was saying, bro, I um, went to Pilates my freshman year. You know, I was balling and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, the tuition was mad expensive at Pilates, so I was like, all right, I have to go to another school for now. Um, went to transfer to Paint Branch sophomore year. Was balling out like crazy. You know, mm -hmm. fifteen like average like fifteen like twenty points a game. Hell Just yeah. doing my thing, you know what I mean? So my old coach from Pilates, he offered to bring me back and offered to pay for my tuition, like half of my tuition to come back. That's a, and, that's a deal. Yeah, and play basketball for them. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going to come do that, and I'm going to come start, and I'm going to come, you know, ball out. So I get back, bro, pretty much bottom line as I end up sitting my junior and my senior year. Sitting on the bench? Sitting on the bench, yes, sir. Getting in the game a few times, but nothing. Like, I sat my senior game. Like Who? Wh what position? You were a point guard? I was a point guard. Okay, okay. Yeah. And was it was it just like a fly-ass point guard on the team at the time? Or Absolutely not. Absolutely they not. Just, just a dude like an inch not. taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> a dude who can, who can knock down a three, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I can knock down a three. I was a playmaker. I could dribble. I could do everything. But 
you know, besides the point, bro, he kind of just messed up the whole opportunity to go play college ball. I did Damn. get an offer from Frostburg University to go play, but it's mad cold up there, so I was like, I didn't yeah, want to risk it. Yeah, we're just Frost in the name, <laughs> Yeah, dude. bro. For, by that time, bro, I was like, all right, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me focus. Let me put my energy towards something else that I've loved my whole life, so... I was always writing music and stuff like that. So you were writing music in high school, but you I'm assuming you probably weren't like recording and shit like that during the time. Um, junior year I was a little bit. I just got in a garage band, you know, the, yeah. the you know, the Oh, ste- I thought you said you got stones. in a garage band. I was like, okay, Oh no, no, okay. garage band. <laughs> fucking <laughs> thrashing in Right. I wish, bro. That would be tight. <laughs> that would be that tight. tight, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man. So that was the route. I was always I was always writing though, like in the backseat of my mom's car on the way to like elementary school and stuff like that. I had like this blues clues notebook pad and shit like that. I thought you were saying backseat of your mom's car on the way to high school. I was like, oh, she nah, didn't nah. let you sit in the front. <laughs> like, if you be writing bro. shit, get in the back, bro. okay? Get in the fucking back. Shout out Green Castle. You're not see 18 yet. <laughs> <laughs> you not. Uh, <laughs> that's fucked up. So, no man, I'm just I'm getting a feel of everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you didn't wind up going to college then. Uh, I'm in college right now, bro. Oh, well, then. I haven't been, like, going, like, I don't have, like, five, six classes, though. Like, I work, too. You know what I'm saying? So Where I take, you go like, to two college? Classes. I go to HGC in Columbia. Oh, Howard Community? Howard Community, I heard that's, yeah. like, top top community college in uh, Appar- Apparently in it Howard. is, you know, and I'm looking to transfer to Towson, actually, which is kind of crazy. There you um, go. In the fall, so. Ooh. Check me out in the fall at Towson yeah. University. Think you going to be living up here? You said what? Think you going to be living up here? Probably not. I live in Laurel. Not too bad of a drive. So really isn't. Wouldn't recommend it. No, the traffic, like from 5 to 7 and 66. Now when you would jet. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, you fly right over that shit. Too. Right. <laughs> Increase your altitude, bro. <laughs> 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 hey. So how'd you come across your first manager then? Um, who? That was that's tough. Uh, I don't you're know not going to help me out. He's been stumped, with me from the jump. Stumped. So uh, oh, shit. Oh, you got it. <laughs> this is like a Dude, sensitive old, an, an old homie of mine I was like I said I was so into the sneaker game and stuff like that so I was doing like custom kicks I was painting for people uh, like dope. restoring custom like restoring. you weren't like a reseller though I guess um, yeah a little bit a little bit we resold a little bit but okay. I wasn't like too pressed on the issue you mm. know what I mean I, really? I just I just loved it we were no? You were. Oh, he was pressed. He was pressed. Well, he's the management. Yeah, yeah he's he, got to get some yeah. money. Yo, we got to sell this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't on, no dude. management. This is my video. I heard occasionally. I've given you every advice, though. Chill out. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Anyways, back to the, the quote-unquote management, bro. Like, Ooh. <laughs> and I talk to you, like, you know, like, much love to them regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit happens. Like, we were young. um, But they had came across me because the homie who I did the customs with, was good friends with one of the guys. So from there, he said, he showed him my music because he knew that I was making music at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they thought I had a lot of potential and stuff like that. So we were always linking up on the weekends and, you know, just, you know, they were listening to music, trying to put me in the right places. But they took me the trap route. Mm. Yeah. You feel me? Like yeah, yeah, You yeah. mean like image-wise? Image-wise, sound-wise, like, wise, like yeah. area-wise. You know, like, uh, why am I performing at these venues with all these big old black dudes, like, uh-huh. trying to, you know, yeah. these bitches are twerking in the venue and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yo. Yeah, and uh, it, could, it really could be anyone's music. Yeah. yeah. It's just mm-hmm. the style that the people want to listen to. My mm-hmm. first show, show, opening show, was opening for Shy Glizzy. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty dope. Shy Glizzy's dope. That's no, this was when he wasn't Shy Glizzy. This is Shy okay. Glizzy's, like... His, yeah, this was, was more outgoing at the time. Okay. He was. This was at Passion <laughs> was, Lounge uh, in Wheaton, Maryland. 
Mm. And, okay, uh, so Wheaton MD, home very of track. timid <laughs> Glizzy. Yeah, 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 super timid, bro. Like, so it was just like an open like area, bro, and everybody was on the walls. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody <laughs> was on the walls. I was real. And I was just jamming. <laughs> I was, I was vibing out doing my thing, but then I just glizzy. felt like, <laughs> I just felt like the energy was not reciprocated whatsoever. Oh, it, it was, it was a group of people, group of people not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Bro. Like first time dealing with music. Was it was it like a under eighteen type? Not under eighteen, but like no. under twenty one type show. No, there were some old heads in that joint. Oh, okay. It was over eighteen. Yeah, definitely twenty one. Twenty one and up. I I I don't. How I wasn't you get supposed to shit? get in. I wasn't even okay. supposed to get in, but <laughs> apparently they pulled a few strings. I don't know. So it wasn't really necessarily like it was just like the direction they were taking you wasn't the direction you wanted to go. It wasn't like it, anything like shady or anything like that. Is what I'm getting at. Because I've had some people come in here and be like, "Yeah, my first manager tried to fucking like you know." I mean, you know, like. Everyone it, was unexperienced, right? Everyone was unexperienced and not familiar with the game. Let's so he was that. just yeah, learning yeah. how to manage while you were learning how to be an artist, almost. Yeah, and you know, like I don't, I don't like surrounding myself with people who are focused more so on the money aspect of the things. Mm-hmm. Let's get the essentials and the basics down, yeah. you know, pack first before we worry about you know yeah, what yeah, comes yeah. later down the road. Sure. We got to be on the same page. Got to be comfortable with selling. You yeah, know? for sure, bro, for sure. Mm. So that's how that kind of ended. And then you you dealt with some other managers down the line, I assume? Um, I dealt with a, a music group. I won't say their names or anything like that. You know, shout out to them. Much love regardless. Like, I had shout no animosity to towards anybody. You know, you know, it is what it is. But um, but now you're just completely, like... Um, I'll get that to that in a second. I'll okay. get to that in a second. But um, in regards to the music group... um. I was always in the studio, always recording and stuff like that. So they had a house studio that I would always go to every week and just make music out of. Um, but I felt like I was the I was the main one doing doing the music. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like the other members were not doing as much as I was. Mm-hmm. Like low key, I didn't want to let them know that. You know what I mean? I was still doing me, and mm-hmm. I was like watching them do them as well. But I was all about support. And there was this one guy on the team. I'm not going to say his name. But he felt like I was not a team player whatsoever. Mm. And that's like the biggest thing that I am, bro. And it's kind of crazy that someone could ever think that about me. I'm all about showing love and stuff like that. So he tried to fight me. (laughs) (laughs) He tried to fight me. And it's like, bro, and he's so much bigger than me too, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm not scared of anybody, you know what I mean? But like, if you're coming at me, I'm going to, you know, try to defend myself. Um, But he tried to fight me. People ended up breaking it up. I had to sit this man down and have a conversation with him, man. And man, you're not going to come at me like that. First of all, we're grown men. You're not going to do that. Um, and just kind of explain to him the situation. It's not what he thought it was. So from there... How does know, a music... I mean, just out of curiosity, how does a music group work? Because I know Visionary, for instance, is a music group. And I must, yeah. it's not quite like a... Like, you know, from my genre, I'm thinking like, okay, so a group, you're thinking like a band. But when you bring that to the hip-hop side of things, it's like people that collaborate together but not really all the time and like what how was that shit done you know everyone was an artist himself if mm-hmm. you want to call it that um but i wasn't i've never been too big on features you know what i mean i like okay. kind of just making my music for sure um and th- the one dude who would try to fight me like he was kind of salty that i didn't do a track with him okay mm. so i was like mm. it, it shouldn't even be like that bro but you know it is what it is um, yeah, I mean, when you're in the music group environment, yeah, maybe that just wasn't for you. It sounds I, like I guess it, it wasn't for me, but I was so supportive though. Regardless, you know what I mean. I was I was always promoting their shit or whatever it was. You know what I mean. So, and this is the one like he was like, you're finding your sound. 
And I was finding my sound at the same time. Yeah, but and you're probably what twenty at this point. Yeah, about twenty, twenty-one. And how'd you come across them? My drummer, who's still with me to the to oh, you have this a drummer. Day. I have a drummer now. Yeah. Shout out to D two man. He was supposed to come out tonight. It's his mom's birthday, but um, ah, shout out to you. Happy mom. birthday! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday! Birthday! Happy birthday, Mama Deadly. Mama Deadly. D one. Right. Um. But yeah, D two. He found me. Like I was telling you earlier, we were doing that Instagram game where we followed everybody and stuff like that For to sure. see who really follows us back and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but he had seen me. He invited me out to the showcase in D.C. Mm-hmm. where I got to perform, you know, some unreleased stuff. Um, substantial amount of people who came out. Cool. And, you know, I did my thing. Um, from there, we linked up with the team. And he was a part of the team already. So, yeah, we just stayed cool with each other throughout the whole process, you know, throughout the, all the altercations stuff and stuff like that. So he's somebody that kind of, okay. Yeah. So you took like, him with you. Pretty exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He he resonated with me for a while. So, and to tell this day. Um, so after that, you know, I took some time to myself and started like finding my own lane, trying to perfect my craft the best way as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, a little later down the road, like we, we linked back up. We're doing more shows. We're starting to, we're starting to do more shows. Um, and then, I go to this open mic, like, I guess you call it a showcase mm-hmm. in downtown Silver Spring where I perform, but I met this other artist named Charlie Too Much. Hey. Shout out to my boy, <laughs> Charlie Too Much. <laughs> Look him up on all social media, <laughs> at Charlie Too Much. That's my bummy. Is that the number two or the no, word? T-O-O. Okay. I'll spell it out for real because that's my bummy. C-H-A-R-L-I-E. Too O-O. Wait, T-O-O. T-O-O. C H A. But yeah, shout out to Charlie too much, man. Like, when you first look at this guy, you wouldn't expect him to rap at all whatsoever. Let me tell you that right now. Light skin, short, stocky guy. Redhead. Redhead? Redhead. Brown skin. Brown, brown, brownish, no, red brownish, brownish, brownish red. No, red bone. Red bones? What is that? Is that some term I'm unfamiliar with? He's like, he has what? Red hair? Right? So like Blake red red bone is like a light skin with red hair with a with brownish red hair whatever you want to call it. Okay, yeah, I have Blake heard Griffin. that term before. Yeah, yeah. Blake Griffin. Somebody yeah. called Blake, Blake Griffin red bone. Exactly, yeah. okay. exactly. A little darker than Blake Griffin, but anyways, mm. you get the Shout gist out of Blake it. Griffin. <laughs> Slamming, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking red bone ass. <laughs> but yeah, bro, like he looked like at this showcase, man. He had this purple uh, Oxford on with a. His tie was all loose and stuff Ooh. like that. You know what I mean? Like he straight got off of work. <laughs> you know, like, a, like a long ass day at work, bro. The varsity jacket. The math, the varsity jacket. Ooh. Was he wearing that? I don't know. Yeah, were you the there? Blue. Yeah, I was there. I was when I talked to him. I wasn't even there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there. Wait, was, where were you, bro? I was when I talked to him. I went oh, up to okay, him. all right, all right. So, yo. My friend. Like, all right, time out. <laughs> I knew him before he was too much. Was I knew him when he was just enough. <laughs> just enough. <laughs> Charlie enough. <laughs> But yo, like I was saying, man, like when you first saw him, you wouldn't expect him to flow at all. As soon as he stepped on the mic, his like crowd energy and and his demand, his demeanor throughout the whole entire set, it was crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. He just captured you. So it's like, yo, we got to link with this guy and talk to him. You know what I'm saying? So Carpio actually talks to him first. Go tell him about that situation. Oh, yeah. I said, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Actually, no. Uh. So I do video and all that, and like I really like this guy. Like, man, like you said, his flow was crazy, and like I don't know, he had this thing, he had this vibe about him. So we met at my house, and then that's when we started the office. Remember? Yeah, the office. And then uh, I bring Charlie in one day, and I introduce him to Cam. I'm sorry, Chad. 
and um, <laughs> Cameron. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm close with him. Like this, Jimmy, is like you my, can edit that out, right? This is like my brother. <laughs> nice I, I can't call mm-hmm. my brother like by his rapper name. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's, that's like real. That's, that's real. Like, that's real. Yeah, you know it's what tough. I mean? But it's um, tough. Cameron Bailey. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> Cameron Scott Bailey. Let's get the government right. <laughs> but uh, I, I, um, I brought us all. I brought us all together, and then like from there, that's history. I mean, we talked about. No, it's not history from there. Let me. Explain it's history. Something. God, oh my God. Let me explain something. You may have brought us together. But this guy is such a fucking loaf, bro. Because <laughs> like, the plan was to bring Charlie along, okay, get him hip to go. what we were doing, get Charlie some visuals, because he's nice with it when he wants we to be. Commercial but he's a slacker. No, we're not going into commercial <laughs> at all, whatsoever. You anyways, don't have ads in this program? Anyways, time out. Anyways, time After out. After the story. We're going to go the story. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, Carbio was slacking a lot lately. Whoa. During the time. Still is slacking. Anyways. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Still. Um, so, so Charlie and I, every time we would go, we set up an office at Carbio's spot in College Park. Um, shout out to College Park. Yeah, mm. shout out to College Park. Yeah, shout out. Um, but anyways, set up the office. We would always link up there on the weekends and, you know, make music. What was the office? It, it was, was literally an office. I mean, we had... Where you, like, did you... Dry board, game plans were going on there, like, you know... Were they executed? They were executed. <laughs> they were executed. They Ooh, were, tap, okay, a, well, you a have, sentimental look, look, vein. I was... I, I, I he had just a, pissed me off. I had a good job. <laughs> <laughs> I was making money, and with money... See, see worry about both. the money. Worry about. I had that's both. What I'm about. I had money that's and bitches. True. With money comes bitches. It's, 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 and then it's, I, I didn't know. I was young. I didn't know how right, to balance. All right, all right, okay. So the office is a literal office that how did it you was guys his think? house? Okay, as okay, soon okay, as you okay. stepped in the building, as soon just as you like this in, is the studio. They had yeah. an office. Yeah, the sti- but they called okay. it the office. Yeah. Okay. No, no, but listen, listen, listen. All right, okay. We had a whiteboard. We had a schedule that no one fucking followed. <laughs> that you didn't follow, bro. That you didn't but, follow. But, but, you know, we had, we, we would just, that's where we, they would come together and, you know. They would, just, keyword, quote unquote, they. Okay, they, I uh, would supervise. They. I'll come in once in a while. I would supervise. Anyway, come in there with two no, bitches no, on either no. arm. You know what, fuck it. It wasn't no. an office. It was a workplace. Time out, time out, time out. Charlie and I would come through. We would link in the studio. He would go in his room and say, "Fuck it, I'm playing. I'm playing Halo, See, and I'm about to beat my meat." That's what he would say. <laughs> that was on the schedule, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, no, that was the only thing he followed. Hold on, hold on. From ten to eleven, I'm about to take a break. I'll be back. I'm about to take a break. Halo and all. Wants to see me at Halo Five rapper called Zero One. I'll be on it like in two hours. It's on my schedule. I would. But anyways, you know what? It was an office. It was a workplace. It was a workplace. Because I did graphic yeah, yeah, design yeah. and Charlie did his thing, <laughs> yeah. marketing, music. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So um. anyways, <laughs> like, like, I, like all right, can I just finish the story real quick? You're the only guy you're No, you're rapping. <laughs> you're rapping. So like I said, he was slacking. So Charlie and I, like, we came together more so and we became closer. Okay. We were spinning freestyles. We were, you know, just making music together. And we were like, okay, let's, let's think about it. He had this thing called Bummy. Um, Bummy Coat was his his brand that he that he innovated. Yeah, that's on the cover of your SoundCloud too. Yeah, exa- exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, so Bummy Coat, he explained to me, it's someone who st- follows their passions rather than their distractions in life. So that resided with me. You know what I mean? Because that's all I've been doing my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I took a major interest interest in this guy. Um, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, bro, we became close. And then from there, I introduced him to my drummer, D2. I let him know that I had a drummer. 
who did all the shows with me and stuff oh. like that. He wished Go his on. mom happy birthday. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I didn't mean that. I was gonna. I was gonna keep 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 going. I just had uh, now you're good, bro. That. So I just uh, I brought Charlie through D2 Studio in DC. That's where we always practice for our shows and stuff like that, and introduced him for the first time. Kind of broke it down to D2, who this guy was and what he stood for. Mm-hmm. And D2's always been. He's like my homie, ride or die homie. So he's always been. A grizzle for shizzle, whatever I had to say, you know what I mean? So um, he was cool with Charlie from the jump, and it was all about good vibes, good energy. So we formed this thing called the Bummy Code, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, and and we've just, we linked up. This was in, we're in 2017 now. So this was the end that's of crazy. 2015, December 2015. And you're uh, still working with... Yeah, that's my squad. Hell yeah, yeah. that's my. Do you squad. guys have like a? I know everybody's got like a name for their squad. What you guys it's got a, a bummy name? Bummy cult, for? man. Bummy cult. Okay. B u m i c u l t. Bummy cult. The collective. Why did he call it bummy cult? I mean, I, I I know I get the philosophy behind it. Like I hear like following your passions instead of your distractions. So, so when you first, you know, hear the term bummy, you think bum, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but we wanted to kind of flip the reciprocal on that a bit. Okay. You know, because. You can Facebook Live that. I think it's on Facebook Live. But we want to flip the reciprocal on it a bit. Because um, when you first look at someone, like like when I first looked at Charlie, I didn't think he could rap or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he proved me wrong tremendously. So that's kind of like the main intent. We want people from, and it doesn't necessarily have to be rap. You can be an artist. You can be a painter. You can be a NASCAR driver. Whatever you want to do, as long as you're you know true to what you're doing, then anything is possible. And it doesn't matter what you look like or where you come from. So that's what we stand for. Follow your passions and not your distractions. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. My my motto is further today than yesterday. My personal motto. There you go. So I believe in that as well. I kind of dig it, even if it was just like, yeah, like people think I'm a bum because I'm not like going, I'm not doing like a real job. I'm trying to do my art shit. But like, that's right. what I fucking love to do. So I'll yeah, be a fucking absolutely. bum. I don't care. Yeah. That's fucking there it dope. is, man. I dig it. it. Honestly, I'm kind of interested because, like, I was actually, I, first of all, when you guys started ripping that Q&A and shit and, like, people were just hitting you up left and right and I was like, okay. Like, yeah. like okay, he's got, like, he's got, like, fans. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, what the? Something <laughs> we're very not used to here. Yeah, I was like, I was okay, okay, okay. But, and you, and you start, you talked about, like, the different ways that you've tried marketing yourself and now... Like, okay, so you're doing, you did the show down at Howard Theater with my brother, Celeski, Juice Bronze, and stuff yeah, like shout that. Out to them, man. The How did you, like, what would you say? What was your trajectory to getting into Howard? That sound that's like, seems like a cool ass fucking Yeah, gig. how the like, fuck did you even lock that up? Is that just like a friend was, of a friend? Was that like a. You know what? Um, I've been able to build my resume up mm-hmm. since 2013 when I, you know, first like started going hard into this, mm-hmm. and I was trying to find all these opening gigs. I would travel to New York. I opened for Trinidad James at SneakerCon. Hell yeah! Um, so through that, I was able to conduct this dope resume template with all these like gigs like that I've lined up over yeah, the past yeah. three, four years, and every time I submit an email, you know, I give a breakdown and introduction of who I am. Um, tell them what I stand for, tell them what my team is, um, tell them my accomplishments, my accolades, um, past interviews, just like just a breakdown of my history. Um, and everyone seems to be really impressed. So that's yeah. when I get all these opportunities. So I send them out to, send them out to talent buyers. I send them out to um, management of artists. I send them out to booking agencies and stuff like that. And that's how I'm inter- able to generate, you know, these opportunities. 
So you're man. literally sending them out to like, uh, for instance, when you open up with Black Bear, right? You, I'm assuming, I think at that point that wasn't the first time you opened up at Howard, though. Like you had the you first had show I opened for um, was Felly. Felly, yes. Yeah, I, and I, I reached out to the Felly's manager. So you actually hit up Felly's manager first, yes, first. and then he gave me the plug. Because he knew that I was serious, the way I, you oh, know, yeah. approached him. Mm-hmm. And then he referred you to, I guess, you kind of solidified that gig with yeah, the manager he, of Howard, probably. Um, he passed me along to the booking agent that handles the Howard. Okay. Um, so then Howard's booking agent passed me along to the, you know, the talent buyer or director of the Howard Theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it just became cool, man. It's all about maintaining good relationships with people yeah. throughout this yeah. whole thing. And just being really educated and positive when you approach people and you know just maintaining that balance is that where you would say the majority of your um because you legitimately have like a fucking fan base which is again like it's growing bro it's growing being amazed by it but it really is cool thank you but like the shows per se versus like when i when i what i would think personally is you you mentioned you're releasing songs every two weeks right which is in that's truly impressive to me like literally like that's insane to me thank you but would you say that it's the consistency of releasing? Are you? What are you doing as far as internet marketing? Are you? Are you hitting up blogs and shit like that, getting them to post your stuff? What are you doing? You know, there's a there's a whole lot that goes into that, bro. Um, let me start off with this. Shows are a really good outlet, um, especially when you present yourself at shows. Make sure you have a banner, mm-hmm. uh, obviously stating who you are, your your Twitter name and stuff like that. That's how you generate those follows. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely kill the show so they can follow you because so they want to you know want to sure. follow you um as far as the online um thing goes it's like staying consistent is major because everyone's so stuck in the moment you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they want what's what's hot what's popping right now so you got to keep feeding them because people are hungry yeah you know so i'm just trying to supply them with the food bro just trying, <laughs> yeah. to, just trying to give them that energy <laughs> you know what i'm saying so from there it's like I've reached out to many blogs. A lot of blogs don't get back to you. You know how the game goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do it consistently still. I've kind of stopped a little bit lately um, because I've been able to meet some really dope plugs in the you know the online market. Shout out to Sam Promoting Sounds. That's so my, that's so my homie. Sam Promoting Sounds, and what does he do? You What's know he has name? a he has this big YouTube channel called Promoting Sounds where he you know gives underground artists the opportunity to present their music to the world and i think he in october he hit three hundred thousand, which is amazing so lately i've just been able to drop a song in the first two days i'm hitting a thousand listens in the first two days which is something that used to take me a month back in 2015 yeah dude mm-hmm. you know what i mean Jesus. so like and that's and that's sending people like my whole contact list the link yeah. And it's like, I don't have to do that anymore, bro. Because if you're not going to like like it, the f- like when I send you out the link the first time, what makes me want to keep sending it out to you? Or what makes me want to keep sending you out invites to my shows if you're not going to come to the show? Yeah, or you say you will and then you don't. Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah. How am I supposed to feel about that? Like, I'm still a person. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> I'm a human being. Yeah, man. But real talk, bro. Like, shout out to him and shout out to all the, the YouTube channels who have been like showing love as well. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some shouts. Can I throw some shouts? Yeah, oh, hell okay. yeah. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Banger of the Day, Top Music Up, Promoting Sounds. Shout out to Oh Well Music. Shout out to Ah man, so many people, so many people. Gold Coast Music. Um, 
I'll probably say a little more throughout the whole thing. Hell but yeah, yeah dude, as they come, just mid conversation. I bet it's just got to be dope to like see one of your songs go up on YouTube. And you had nothing to do with it getting up there, and you see Yo, it has so like just dope. views and shit. Like it's eternality, yeah, uh, yeah. wondering sounds. It's just I wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, bro. That's just so cool. Yeah, but, man. But um, fuck. So what's the what do you think the coolest gig you've done so far is? Like, what was the most memorable gig you've done? You think? You know, it's cool because every gig gets better. Yeah. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. an experience. It's an experience, mm-hmm. bro. Like our last show. Actually, let me rephrase that. Because our Felly show was our last show in um, Virginia Beach, which was okay. really cool. Mm-hmm. Our sound got kind of messed up, though. That's why I'm going to like put that aside for a second. Our show prior to that was at the Howard Theater. We opened for Black Bear. Mm-hmm. Sold out crowd. First sold out show ever. Hell yeah. The energy was amazing, bro. Yeah, dude. Got like 60, 70 followers the next day waking up. Amazing. So that was that was it. That's dope. That's fucking cool. I yeah. remember... um. Because Dom and Juice were on that show too, right? Yeah, I I think they came through like pretty close to after that show, and you guys were about to go to Virginia Beach, right? But um, they yeah, they're like just they're fucking so psyched. They said the same thing. Like people, it's got to be cool just like waking up to fucking like a whole bunch of new followers that just want to fuck with your shit and like yeah. who are just down for the cause. That's so cool for sure, bro. For sure. Shout out to them, man. Those are my homies. Mm-hmm. I gotta say it one more time, bro. Those, for sure, those man. are my those are my boys. And that's like at the end of the day, like that's who you want to do it for too. Like yeah. that's who those are the people that like are gonna be with you, fucking mm-hmm. ride or die, listening to your shit. Real those talk. are the real bummies. So yeah. in terms of consistency, yeah. hey. that's real. How how often would you say you're playing shows? Um, currently we're. I my aim is to do. Well, past year, 2016, we were doing shows every two months at least. Okay. You know, which is dope. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Sure. Um, and it's opening for well-known, notorious artists. Um, going into 2016, the main intent is to get on somebody's tour. A okay. full, like a leg tour. Okay. You know what I mean? So, that's tight. Um, I haven't told anybody this yet, but I'm opening for this guy named Jay Zach from um, New Hampshire. He has, a, he, has a, he has a show in, where are we at? In New Jersey. Uh-huh. On cool. February twenty third, he's coming up right now too. Okay, he's nice. Look him up, Jay Zach Music. And you just Jay hit Zach. up his manager. Um, Same type shit. Or? Who did I hit up in regards to this? I think I hit up the venue itself. Okay, because um, they were looking for an opener for the joint. So how? We, uh, that's just. I mean, that's just. So so. I mean, you basically. I'm assuming you're going online, and you gotta stay online, bro. People aren't hip, like. Or just like people like, don't think like that's how it works, like. People yeah. think there's like some magical way yeah, that like it happens, right? But like <laughs> now nah, it's just like talk you, to like people. Like we're getting all these plugs. Our like everybody's reaching out at us. So you're it's literally not finding these venues. I'm assuming you're finding venues or figuring out where it's these. It's like are sales, playing. man. It's like like r- from the jump. What I told you is like trying to find leads and then selling a product to them. You know. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I like seeing artists come up. So then when you see an artist. And I can tell when an artist is like rising, like I did with um, Logic. I mm-hmm. was like really big on Logic and Skizzy Mars mm-hmm. um, when he was coming up heavy. Um, but I can just see potential in a lot of people, just like Russ too. So I see potential in Jay Zach. I know that he's gonna, you know, pop. He's really nice. Check him out, Jay Zach Music. Shout out to Jay Zach. Probably doesn't even know who I am, but whatever. Um, he will soon. Yeah, he will soon. He will soon, bro. I'll meet you in February twenty third, bro. I see you. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, so hopefully, you know, we are able to get cool. If not, it's whatever, you know, we're still doing our thing. Now, here's a question for you. 
And and I guess to sum up that, and what I was really trying to gather is, in terms of marketing yourself, what what is the most effective avenue to take? And it sounds like the primary avenue that you're taking is consistent releases on the internet, mm -hmm. a solid base of people who are promoting your shit, and you're doing shows once every two months as of currently. You would right. like to make that more consistent, I'm assuming. Yeah, for sure. But it sounds to me like it's less about... I, I un the percentage, I, I mean, not to get like straight up like, like statistical and stuff, but like the majority of your fans are those people that you saw at shows, or those people who follow you on online. You know, it's really diverse. Let me really? take my grills out. I'm sorry. It's hard to talk with. Oh, you wearing grills the whole time? I had some yeah, fronts. I thought those were yeah. natural. Some fronts. In. <laughs> <laughs> like wow, blessed. Uh, <laughs> 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 right. No, those are the invisible. That lines. would be tight. That would be super tight. <laughs> Um, it's really even, bro. Like, hmm. I, our shows are lit. You know what I mean. So people like get attached to that. And then when yeah. we get these, like, when we drop these songs online, it's even more lit because we're getting all these views and stuff like that. So it's really like it's a good split down the middle. Um, so cool, I'm, I'm loving life like, right now, bro. I feel like both of them kind of build up each other because mm -hmm. like, like s people will see you, be fans, but then like they'll tell their friends, and then those friends will just be internet fans until they see you. Yeah, and then they just kind of keep hip hopping and like stepping up. Mm -hmm. I think each it's other's it's, ladders it's or something. a major um, aspect of it is having that visual appeal. So make sure you have a dope photographer. Make sure you have a dope videographer. Shout out to Gustavo on the lenses, killing mm. the game. My young OG <laughs> DIY, bad little mama bite right by his side. Uh, yeah, young Gustavo. Carpus, Carpio is nice when he wants to be. He's a slacker though. <laughs> Got to get him in the loop. Carpio. Shout out to UXU DMV, so, uh, my man Ross Arai, <laughs> who recorded our last um, show recap at the Howard Theater, which was tight. Um, oh, yeah. He's a he's my I think our buddy announcer. Scott came and filmed some stuff for you. Yeah, oh, he was. Scott, he was filming yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. for Juice and Dom. Yeah, yeah Scott's oh, nice yeah. too. I saw his um I saw a few of his his um work. So oh, yeah. now here's Shout another thing that as a performer people run into. It, I know from Juice and Dom's perspective, they well not for the Black Bear show because that was kind of a last minute thing for them from what right, I understand. Right. So, but but usually when you're opening up for these uh, these acts the venues themselves expect you to sell a certain amount of tickets, right? Is that the case for all venues, or is that is that the majority of the time? Or um, it's 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 complicated. It's really complicated. It depends on the venue, I would say. Mm hmm. Because um, at first I was I was required to sell a lot of tickets and stuff like that. But you know, like I said, as I grew my my resume up a yeah. bit, it's like they're not really even asking me that much anymore. So they're just you're talking about I'm I'm you're talking about the Howard at this point or are you talking about I'm just talking about in, in general. general. So like really. this place up in New Jersey that you're opening up for. They don't expect you to sell tickets in New Jersey, do they? Um what like 15, 20? That's what I'm saying. That ain't no mm -hmm. thing though. That's what I'm, yeah. Like that that's we can do that. Really? Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um yeah. I have I have some fans up in New Jersey, so. Wow. And then I bring my squad with me too like when you my my squad's small but you know we all, you know, chip in when we can when we need to so yeah everything's taken care of bro it's 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 looking up it's pretty cool who is um who's I, i'm not i'm completely gonna fuck up this pronunciation but who is jelena quasi jelani quasi Jel okay it was all <laughs> one word when i read it okay nah it's cool that's uh my engineer um i haven't got any beats from him i haven't asked him for any beats so maybe i should look into that a little bit but um 
You know, he's a cool-ass dude, you know. He does, like, most of your shit, right? I'm assuming. He does pretty much all of it now. And he, does he have a studio of his own? The cool thing is, it, is it's a house studio, right? Dope. So it's just like this little setup, you know? Oh, yeah. A mobile setup that you can move anywhere. Craziest setup. Craziest setup. And this he's guy. down by you? Uh, he's in Wheaton, Maryland, actually. So it's a, it's oh, like shit. a 25-30 minute trip for me, which oh, isn't bad. Trap. Yeah, and it's like the trap house too. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Illegit is like the trap perfect. house. Perfect. Um, but we record in his bedroom now. Like you know, what I'm saying like put the the mic in his closet and just set up. Um, but it's a good outlet though, bro. Like I like having closed sessions. Um, but sometimes people come in, and I get kind of blown. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not like the rude guy, like to tell the dude who comes in, like you gotta leave. But mm-hmm. I was, I talk to you know. Chris on the side, that's Jelani. Um, be like, yo, like, can we have this closed session? I'm trying to get to work. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's really nice. Like on, he we work out at FL Studio, um, there so he's go. really nice with that. So shout out to Chris, man, doing the damn thing. And okay, so so one of the other things that, um, and again, talking to my brother, he people have these different marketing methods where they they'll release an EP and where it's just a, a, a compilation of like six eight songs all at once right. versus you who have do you release eps mixtapes or you're you're just pretty much doing single by single every two weeks mm-hmm. and that's the way to stay up on it mm-hmm. that's what i've been saying i so, feel like there's no use for like albums anymore i feel really like we're is. in such like a weird culture where like everything's kind of instant gratification like right people don't want like i don't feel like people wait for albums anymore they just want like a single they want like a radio hit they want yeah. Something they can like bang for like a week or two, but then they're on to something else. You know? Right, right. Yeah, See, that's that's what I was saying, bro. Yeah, you know, it's a lot true. a lot of people try to drop these projects and stuff like that. But what core fan base are you are you, you know, attacking right now mm-hmm. with this? When yeah, you're dropping this stuff. Definitely, I I I like the idea of an album, and I like the idea of a, um, all encompassing work where all your songs come together in kind of like a symphony esque method. I think that's a very cool thing that's kind of been lost now. Right. But at the same time, when you're talking about the method of consumption in today's market, it's like, unless you have a core fan base, unless you're literally Kanye West, where you can drop Life of Pablo and people are going to wait up for that shit and sit in their rooms and listen to every single one of those songs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, down, (laughs) like, change the way they get music to fucking listen to your shit. You know, like, it's just just like, (laughs) you know, I I agree with you. I think that that's definitely the way to do it because it is such a, it's such an instantaneous, like, it just comes and it goes. Like, you drop a song and two weeks later, there's been like 4,000 songs drop, you know? The concept of the album was before that shit was around, man. You you drop an album in the 90s and it's like, you buy that fucking album, you listen to that shit for like a fucking year until they drop the next album. You bought radio stations like 12 months, they could drop like a new song every month. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and they control, they kind of like controlled it for the people, and now it's like the people get the fuck they want, and if you're not giving it to them, they move on. Absolutely. Right now, it's YouTube or the internet. You can go anywhere, go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, listen to whatever song you want. Back in the day, you either had to buy a CD, it was like, what, fourteen ninety nine, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or wait for the radio station. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and not a lot it. of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tape it. Tape it. Literally, if tape you're waiting it, for the radio station, it. you're probably yeah. also taping it. And you have to have batteries <laughs> on the go. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucked. Dude, if you think about it, it was expensive to listen to music back in the day. You need to buy tapes? Come you on. have to buy tapes? <laughs> Fucking batteries? 
Yo, tapes <laughs> suck, dude. I have suck. bad experiences with tapes, like, dog. <laughs> we're in a pretty good stage where we can listen to whatever, fu- any song we want right now, mm-hmm. instantly. Mm-hmm. Versus back in the day, it's like, oh, fuck, I got to wait for this song. I got to wait till 4 o'clock. I kind of want to talk about a little bit about this thing coming up on the 10th. This thing on the 10th, this is not... You guys aren't opening up for anybody, right? This is Juices and Juice and... This is Juice... Brones EP release party of Glow, which is dropping tomorrow. Be on the lookout for Hell that. Yeah. My man's gonna kill it. I listened to the you know the whole tape on the way up to Virginia Beach. That's my bummy. You know, shout out <laughs> to Juice. I can't wait. He's headlining the joint. So um, that's this Tuesday, right? That's this Tuesday. You Fuck guys are yeah. definitely mm-hmm. invited, I'm man. Coming. Please come out. Oh, I'm already there, dog. All right, sweet. I'm already <laughs> already, already RSVP. Right, <laughs> I'm talking about. Bro. I appreciate y'all. Um, but it's Juice myself. I'm gonna I'm going right before him. And we have Ninth District with Soleski. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think like Chucky, we've Chucky, had Chucky Laquan, on before, yeah. and Laquan on before. Uh, Jody Phoenix. Yeah, so it's gonna be a That's dope show, lit. man. That's we got we live. got sponsors for this joint. Hell really? Yeah. Who are the sponsors? I reached out, reach out a substantial amount of people. So we got um, my homie Raza Rai, who does my video. He is also a clothing designer. He has his own brand called UXU, which stands for Gain and Maintain. Um, so respect due to them. Shout out to them. Um, Charlie, our bummy, works closely with UXU, so that's the plug. Um, we have the Hippie Junkies, which are a dope duo female blogger group out of the DMV who are always at shows, at events, throwing their own things and stuff like that. So they're actually going to be hosting the event. Dope. Um, and then we have COI Takeover, Creative, yes. creative Outsiders. Oh, Ace Matthews. Yeah. Yes. Um, she's the plug. She's yeah, the plug she's around the here. Plug. Yeah. For real? That's yes. tight. Yeah, she's, she's the plug been, around she's here. She's been showing hella love, bro. She and, fucking, and she, we've pri- previous guests. Yeah, Ace shout oh, out bro? to Ace yeah. Matthews, COI Takeover, episode 22, Crabs in the Bucket. Hey, One of the better I'm episodes. Gonna I'm going to check that joint out. One of the better episodes. She is the plug around Baltimore. That's tight. That's tight. But yeah, man, like, it was tight because, like, I didn't even ask her to do it. You know what I mean? She no, kind of just like, you don't thing. have to. She does the fucking, she loves That's she dope, bro. And that's that's all shit. love, bro. And that's all I want to be around. Ace yeah. Matthews didn't come to my Christmas party, though. You <laughs> told me you would. I even told you where to park. She just hit me up. She was, <laughs> she was hitting me up all day. She was like, where do I park? Where do I park? I was like, right here. And then I told you, on the sidewalk. Come on. <laughs> it's all right. There's always another Christmas, you know? Yeah, next year. Next year, Ace. That's what's oh. We're going to throw an LFTS Christmas party sometime. That would be fantastic. That would be cool. That would be fantastic. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. So up, coming up Tuesday, you got the show. January 10th. Doors at seven. Yeah. Show starts at eight. So what are the tickets for people coming out? What are what are, what are we looking at the here? The cool thing is everybody's expecting it to be like fifteen twenty dollars for tickets, stuff like that, or twenty five, you know, and and up. Oh, and minimum minimum eighty. Yeah, right. <laughs> but nah, it's cool because the tickets are only eight dollars. So oh, that's fucking crazy. take your money out your piggy and bank. That's eight dollars. That's, that's yeah. like main stage auto bar, right? That's lower level yeah. auto bar. Lower that's level. Shit, that's gonna be so fucking. First dope. time being at the auto bar. So auto bar is a great club. Hell yeah. So that's what I've been hearing. I've been looking at pictures all day, every day, bro. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling at work on the iPad. Just <laughs> I'm going to stand there. I'm going to stand right. there. Right. For I'm going to sure, get a bro. drink. Damn. Yeah, right. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah, they might even have a drink named after you guys. It'd I hope dope. so, man. Cool. The Jet Bailey. Now, I got this drink. It's called the Jet Fuel. Ooh. Ooh. I, I'm going to bring some through next time. Okay. How's it made? Can you can I get the ingredients? Hey, man, you're going to have to see. Let me. I just tell Ooh. you. Hey, I just tell you. It's blue. Okay. It's blue. Okay. It's blue. Okay. Okay. So is the just kerosene like in jet. that fucking <laughs> heater? Hey, man, we're going to put That's the jet fuel in the kerosene and just mix it up. Woo! Low key, that shit just is hot. Pyro. <laughs> that shit's just battery acid. It's dope. <laughs> Straight up battery acid. Hell yeah, dude. Carpio, you gonna be there? I'll be there. Hell yeah. No, Wait, maybe. 
Carpe, your ass better was always like, I got work. Bro, I got work. I got work. I got work. I got three kids. Believe it or not. You do? You got three kids? I'm, I have go, two man. kids that are my own, and I'm claiming one right now. <laughs> you are making all this I'm shit I'm part up. of the Big Brother program. <laughs> lies, lies, lies. I, I am. I am. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo, podcasts are fucking sick as fuck. Aren't they? It's, it's, like, fun, it's like interesting conversations one after another. Yeah. Which I love. That's what that's what we try to do with this thing. We just uh, you know we uh, usually they're a lot looser, but you, you're fucking you guys are interesting. That's great. I, I want to do a lot one of with questions on our end. I want to do one with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Just fucking talk about quantum theory. And yeah, like dude. That. Previous guest episode uh, thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> stuck up to totally so stumped him on nuclear physics. He couldn't, <laughs> Yo, couldn't come out of that sick. one. Got his ass. <laughs> <laughs> God we, is that? We actually proved God exists. We did. We did. And he <laughs> no, to kill himself. it was actually he bullshit. He wanted to shoot his Real brains thing. out. It was crazy. Yeah. Bullshit. He was That's crying. Crazy. At we solved physics <laughs> on, on air. On air it was nah, revolutionary. Nah, nah. Isaac Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac Newton couldn't. But now we're we've been trying to we're trying to get some smart dudes on here to learn us. Yo, something. yeah, we really fucked up we're this like, week. But but like <laughs> next <laughs> week. <laughs> nah, we're learning. Let's fucking do three things. Sorry guys. Sorry. Yo, live Thanks, in Carp. the studio. Thanks, Carpio. Let's fucking do Huey Thursday. You really talk about shit. <laughs> Just, yo, God doesn't exist. Fuck that this shit. Is, <laughs> this is in two days. Autobar, January 10th. This episode will be out. I'm going to try to put it out. I'm Not actually going to try to put it out tomorrow. Yeah, oh, yeah we're going to put this shit out tomorrow. Nice, I will nice. see a lot of you, hopefully, at the Autobar on Tuesday show. night. Tickets are only $8. If you can't afford that, don't fucking come. Honestly, <laughs> please. Thank you, my boy. Eight fucking bucks. Broke ass. How many days do they have left? Uh well, T minus one and a half. One well yeah one and one. We had fucking a day to make eight dollars. Yeah man, uh, come on, yeah, shovel some snow. Unless you got two kids, <laughs> so easy, shovel some like one driveway, bro. <laughs> <laughs> take your God. grandma shopping. Do something. Yo, yo, shovel a driveway. Get paid ten dollars. You got an extra two for two dollar Tuesdays. What's Ooh, up? Yeah, get, get yourself <laughs> yo, a beer. I'll while give you're out. At it. I'll give out two free tickets. Lit. I'll yeah. give out. There's two. Yo, the next person yeah. that comments, I'll give out two free tickets to them. Guys, live from the studio on fucking everything: Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Google Play. Facebook, iTunes, yeah. get with us, motherfuckers. Yeah, get with it. And, Till next uh, week. Oh, wait, Jet Bailey, what, Instagram, drop that shit again. Jet Bailey, 2Ts, 301 on all social media. Carpio.jpeg at Instagram. Hell yeah. yeah. And uh, stay tuned for, I'm on a new podcast called The Darkest with Dark Mark. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. going to be releasing every week, too. We just had a dope episode today. So stay tuned for that shit. Guys, thanks for listening. Lit. And a whole lot of ways to get rich. Yeah. I remember days when I was chilling in the basement. Oh, yeah. Thinking about vacations and trips. And a whole lot of ways to get rich. Yeah. Hey, hey, 
Look, I remember days like this. I remember them, remember vividly. Coming home from straight out of work just to write a stack of lines, call it symmetry. Thinking about a handful of ways just to get away before the villains get to me. Don't have much time to make many friends, cause they always end up being old history. Damn, living in vain. Never that I know my worth and I let no one sever that. I be low key to myself cause I can't afford no Hey, shout out Young Chris Dudes underscore 28167 he's been, he's, he told me to tell Jet shout out to a good show so, yeah,